Welcome to In Season, where we explore the farms, gardens, and wild spaces of the Lower Columbia Pacific region. I am one of your hosts, Teresa Retzloff. And I'm Jessica Schleif, and we're here with Nancy Bouss. Bouss. That's going to make it French. I was going to say Bosset. <laughs> Bouss <laughs> from the Master Gardeners. Yeah, Clatsop County Master Gardeners. Nancy, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. You've got a really cool event coming up at the end of September that we want to dig right into. And I feel like on this rainy, cold, slightly miserable September morning, this is a great thing to talk about, winterizing your garden. Tell us a little bit about the event. Yes, it's going to be Saturday, September 28th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. out at the Clackamas County Fairgrounds. Clackamas. Not Clackamas. Clackamas. Did I say Clackamas? What? Where did Whoa. that come from? I used to it's be early. there. It's early. We're tired. Yes. Clackamas County Fairgrounds. County Fairgrounds. Uh-huh. Yeah. Saturday, September 28th. Yep. Mm-hmm. 10 to 3. 10 to 3. And this mm-hmm. is all about kind of fall things, getting your garden ready for winter, which is coming maybe sooner rather than later this year. Um, what kind of things, what kind of activities and, and things are going to happen and how much does it cost to get in? Oh, free admission. <gasps> but donations for the food bank are welcomed. That's a cool thing. Yes. Yep. So um, bring something to donate. Uh, we just we have a lot of um, booths with master gardeners um, providing education about things to do in the fall uh-huh. for your garden. Yeah, it's a really good time to really think about spring, especially when it's not so nice. <laughs> Well, I, it's always you're always planning ahead, exactly. and a lot of fall, a lot of the things that you do in fall are about getting yourself ready to have a really good spring. And if you do those things in the fall, um, it, you will have a much better spring. So yeah. things like composting and mulching and cover crop and lime and li- applying lime, <laughs> gotta lots do that. of lime. Our yeah. acidic soil um, yeah. needs the lime, and it's a great time to mm-hmm. put it on and. Let the rain do the work, yeah. and then you're ready with a right pH for your yeah. growing. Yeah, um, looking at not leaving bare soil sitting around through our rainy season. Yes, Rosemary's going to talk. So, um, um, so yeah, this is the talk. one thing. You're, so you're one of your speakers, mm-hmm. Rosemary Nichols McGee, who I was stoked to see that she was going to be there. She's from Nichols Garden. That's Nursery. really exciting. She's a what wonderful a great speaker. Speak, really wonderful speaker. She's yes. very knowledgeable about container gardening too. Yeah, she co-authored the book. Um, yeah. Um, compost pile growing garden. That's going to yeah. be her talk. Oh, that's going to be your talk. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's um, co-author of the Bountiful Container, the book, and she's going to bring some of her books too. And mm-hmm. a lot of our people in this area like to grow in containers and raise yeah. beds. Mm-hmm. And she's going to talk about a lot about soil and how to um, have it in really good condition for spring planting. Yeah, and we'll have um, soil pH testing if you want to have your soil tested to see if you need to put so lime. So if, if people want to bring their soil in to be tested, how should they do that? Um, we just need um, about one cup of soil in a jar or a, a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. It takes about an hour to do the test. Oh, you're going to do the testing on We're going to do the but testing where right there. should they bring, pull the soil from? Because this is something where like you don't want to just like go and bring something with a bunch of grass and, no, no. and stuff in it. Grubs. The, yeah, no. the ideal is <laughs> yeah. to actually take your soil from a couple different places and you need Mix to dig together. down and not take off the surface soil. You need to dig down. Like and, a foot down. Uh, and get 
Yes. Because you want to you want it to sample. be from where like the roots would be mm-hmm. exactly in your soil. So don't just take that top inch. Exactly. Make a hole. Dip and down. accessing from multiple sites. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because so, pretty much your soil in your area is all going to be about the same pH. A lot of times we find people who are growing in raised beds may actually have different soil, different soil in each bed because mm-hmm. they're growing different things. Uh-huh. So if you'd like a couple different beds tested, you know, you can bring a couple samples. Oh, that's interesting. And, um, but, but drop it off first because mm-hmm. it takes an hour to do the test. And, and so that'll be happening all day. Yes. And it looks like Rosemary Nichols McGee is speaking at 11. Right. Um, but she's the only speaker. So this is something that I thought was really cool um, for this event. And I like how you've organized it this year because you're having one speaker at 11, and that's going to be a great presentation. But then you have a lot of other really cool information, informative people there. In booths but they're that you be can like, access at any time. It's going to be an information yeah. booth. So you've got um, Dane Osis from Fort Stevens who's going to be talking about mushrooms. And I know this is a huge topic for people this year. And if you've heard him speak about mushrooms, you know this is like one of the guys to talk to about. If you're curious, interested, want to talk mushrooms, um, you know who you are, people. Um, this is going to be an event to come to. I mean, mushroom people, they're serious. Yes. And yes. so this is like, you, they'll just, he'll be there. And you can just go up and ask your questions. I imagine you could probably bring in a mushroom and say, what is this? Yes, he said he would do mushroom identification. He's going to bring brochures. I'm sure um that he will bring a calendar of hikes that he does every year. Mm-hmm. And so there'll be information yeah. about what's going on Cause in we're that having, regard. Jess, you were saying we're having a pretty early mushroom season. Yeah. It, it, um, the chanterelles are out not just at the higher, more marine layer altitudes, but the chanterelles are out all along the coast and very early. I think we're seeing it in the gardens with uh, Japanese maples, many things turning color early Mm -hmm. this year. But yes, the mushrooms are out in abundance early. So maybe Dane will have some amazing samples of things. I really enjoy out at the park. I've taken his course before out at the park, done the walk with Mm -hmm. him, and he's so knowledgeable. And then seeing everything on display. Right. Really fun. Really fun. And to see um, mushrooms at different um, stages. Yeah, and I found it really helpful um, going to one of his presentations because I'm not very knowledgeable about mushrooms. I always feel like I I should know more, but I don't. (laughs) This time of year is always so busy for me, so it's hard for me to get out into the woods and and go look around. But I went to one of his presentations, and it was fascinating to have him explain, like, the difference, like, the difference between a a true chanterelle and a false chanterelle. Mm -hmm. Being able to look at the gills and know, like, this is, these are the indicators for it being a false chanterelle. This is what makes it a real chanterelle. And that's so helpful to know. Well, that in-person knowledge, Mm -hmm. I mean, books can... Tell mm-hmm. us all kinds of things, um, but depending on your photographs, depending on the book, that in-person knowledge, that in-person mentorship where mm-hmm. he's actually going out, and if you stick kind of close to him as you're running around hunting, you can ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. He, knows, he knows the places to find him. He does. <laughs> and I mean, another thing that's going to be happening that I think is really great to have happen in person, well, literally happen in person, is um, is the tool care. Yes. Um, Chuck is going to be there. Chuck Meyer is going to be there, and he's done this almost every year. Um, fall tool care, sharpening, handle, 
you know, sanding and oiling, cleaning, how to take care of your tools. And um, I say this as someone who's really pretty terrible at taking care of my tools. I'm so good. I, I go in spurts. Yeah. I get know, really excited about it and get the linseed oil out and get the sharpeners out. But, but. part of it sometimes is, is not knowing. Like if you really do want to file your shovel or, or sharpen yeah. your blades or things like that, having like seeing somebody do it in person. For me, I'm very visual in how I learn and being able to watch someone do it right there yeah. is a great I way agree. to learn. It's and a good so, refresher. Yeah, and asking questions and having someone say, this is what it should look like, not that. That's huge. And so definitely come and, and learn from Chuck. He's really knowledgeable and experienced. And that's such a great thing to do in the fall and winter as things start to slow down or you get these rainy days Sit around with your seed catalogs, sharpening yes. your shovels. Yep. <laughs> it's a great thing to do. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have better than a... being out in your rain gear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, I know. I'm not ready for rain gear yet. Yeah, and it's indoors, so if it's raining that day, it's a great thing to do and get I get know. all your education. Um, we're going to have um, Daryl from Tilth Works. Um, he grows garlic, and he has some seed stock left, but he's oh. going to talk to people about um, growing garlic there's still time to plant garlic Absolutely. that's one of the things you can still do it's yeah. not too late <laughs> and so I, there better be time, cause I'm time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. but you know i think last year we didn't get ours planted until october Almost. so we got some planted in late september some in october and mm. i want to say i did like a yeah. A last little round in like late October. It was almost yeah, November, almost and it November. all did fine. Yeah. So you've definitely got some flexibility here. It's great if you have it in the ground before the end of October, but um, definitely come out and talk to him about growing garlic. That's such a great thing from someone who really knows what they're doing. Again, that's such a great crop for this area. It really is. It's easy to grow. It's yeah. easy to grow. It's in the ground for quite a mm -hmm. while. You can yeah. feel good about it for quite a while. <laughs> well, but the other cool thing, too, is that you, when you grow your own, you can try so many different varieties uh -huh. than what you can get at the supermarket. There's so many garlics out there. And you can save seed from that mm -hmm. also. It's yeah. Really well, and a lot of it can last up to nine months. Mm -hmm. uh, he has some varieties that, yeah. you know, six to nine months. So you've got your garlic supply. Um, for a year, yeah. If you, if you plant the right amount, if you do it right, we're yeah. also going to do um, some demonstrations on plant division. Um, we'll have that's some... another cool thing to see in person. Too. Yeah. Oh, who's going to lead that? Um, we have a couple master gardener volunteers, um, and we'll have um, irises and daylilies to mm -hmm. demonstrate those. I'm hoping for some hostas. Fun. Um, yeah, those are always really good things to, again, see in person, see yeah. someone doing it. Soak up that physicality. Yes. Exactly. But it's it's just one of those things that you can feel. I mean, I still get kind of nervous with some perennials, like, going, I hope I'm doing it right, you know, <laughs> and just having somebody show you this is where you should cut. Yeah. I know, Jess, you're so knowledgeable about this, and you have just done it for years and years and years, and it's probably something you could do in your sleep. And I, I like to hang out with you watching you dig, <laughs> dig into vines because I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you just get to know each plant. And, and it's so beautiful to watch someone that's in relationship with the plants like that already. And you really can. Book learning is one thing, but actually being next to someone and soaking up that physicality of the process and really getting to have them point things out or the root structure or how that plant works individually is... Mm -hmm. And so there'll be an opportunity to buy what we divide also. Oh, oh that's um, cool. We'll have the plant sale. Because um, you have a fall plant sale, too. We do. Yeah. We do. It's not as big as our spring event, but um, fall's a really good time to plant trees and shrubs and 
the divided perennial. Yeah. Are you taking donations for that? We are taking donations. Okay. We'll be setting up Friday from noon to four, and and if anybody has donations, we'd love to, to have Me. them. Yeah. Me. So we, cool. Weed-free donations. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely yes. weed-free. Yes. yes. We're, we're, <laughs> we're also doing a, um, a home treasures sale. Um, so a sale curated Ham. from master gardeners. So kind of home right. and garden. Home and garden objects. treasures. Yes, <laughs> yes. We never know what's going to show up. And um, it's a fundraiser for all the events that we do through, throughout the year. That sounds um, fun. There's some really cool stuff. I remember uh, last year, I think, when I – it was really hard for me to contain myself. It's like, you don't need that. You don't Furniture. You want that. I Furniture. want that. Oh. <laughs> So it's yeah, it's very tempting. It's a lot of a lot of cool temptations, and um, and just fun to wander through and be inspired, and get excited about things. Find a really cool container, maybe for some um, some fall bulb bulb forcing. You're gonna right. have somebody talking about bulb forcing, so yes. you might have be able to pick up a container and think about forcing some bulbs in the winter. There's I mean there's so many cool things to do that are garden related mm-hmm. in the fall and the winter. And I, I, it always intrigues me that people, oftentimes people are like, oh, you must be so glad that your season's almost over and you can just close everything up and, you know, take four <laughs> months off. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's a fair weather gardener <laughs> statement. That's not from exactly. the Maritime Northwest no. Gardening but, School. But also this is, to me, this is one of the most beautiful times of year. Even with the rain and the muck and the mud and all of that, there's so many beautiful things going on. That, you know, and lots to do. A lot to, I mean, sometimes I look at my to-do list and it's a little daunting. So cool to be able to come and learn from people and learn from people who have a lot of experience and, you know, ask those questions about what, what, what should I be doing this time of year? How much mulch should I be putting out? If my soil pH is really low, how much lime do I need to apply? You know, yeah. those kinds of things are just great to, to learn from people here that know what they're doing. And the other cool thing I, th- I saw that you're going to have, which I'm stoked about, is um, activities for kids. Yes. Which I think is so great to have space and, and activities. So people bring their kids. So, Nancy, tell us about some of the activities that you've organized for the kids. Um, well, the one thing that's new this year is we're going to have somebody do face painting. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> kids love that. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure all the activities that uh, uh, Lindsay has um, planned um, if we get enough donations for pumpkins, we talked about painting pumpkins, but uh-huh. um, there's always some type of a planting, um, probably more uh, house plants at this yeah. time of year. Um, Things to bring inside. Yes, yeah. yes. So but there's there's always something going on, and, and uh, the kids usually enjoy that part of it. And It's just fun to I, – I feel like exposing kids to gardening – is such a great way to get them engaged with the natural world and, you know, to learn to not be afraid of, of dirt and plants and rain and nature and be connected to that. And mm-hmm. I think the younger you start that, the better. So anything that gets kids to be connected and interested is cool. Yeah. Yep. I caught a praying mantis in my garden yesterday. I'm going to bring that for show and tell. (laughs) I just found one, uh, my first one of the season out in our big greenhouse sitting on a basil plant and I was so excited. They are such amazing. They are very cool. I just downtown about two weeks ago 
found one and brought yeah. it up into the fort garden because he was just kind of hanging out on the sidewalk oh, right down here. Oh my gosh! Yeah. They are they are the way their heads turn. Yes. If you've never seen a praying mantis in person, that's worth coming out just to check this out. <laughs> I thought the kids they're would so, enjoy it. A lot of kids so may not have seen it, and no, I also it's such a beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. And I also found a cocoon. Um, so nice. yes, my sister, um, she's a master gardener down in Medford, and she um, told me that the first time she saw one, she did not know what that was. They look kind of strange, and they I are. thought, you know, a lot of people I may not know what that is, and I happened to find one that I was going to bring along too, just so people know. We Nancy, know you've got things. show and tell. I have show and tell. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Show and tell is so great. Well, it. and insects are so. You're right because I mean they can look kind of scary, kind yes. of freaky. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is, and I think sometimes people are are not sure, and I th- and. I think if you're not sure, a lot of times people will just like, you know, kill a bug that they don't know what it is just in case exactly. it's bad. I'm like, these are such great bugs, great, yeah. such great insects. And that's such a beautiful thing to teach children. Yeah. yeah. We, I know. We respect all life. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. And well, we'll maybe have, not slugs. We'll have a boot. We'll, <laughs> They're not on I the karmatic wheel, are they? The no, the slugs aren't on the karmatic wheel. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, I do respect them, but I don't like them. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I've made peace with that. No. Transport. Yes. Transport them. Well, yeah. they're good um, food for the snakes, and the snakes are good. So oh, they have some redeeming value. Perfect. I've seen a lot of snakes this year. Yes. I'm just like, just as an aside, did you guys see a lot of snakes I this year? I feel snakes. like it was a very abundant snake year. I don't yeah. know what that wasn't, means. wasn't super hot. I don't know. Oh. But they were out in force and beautiful, beautiful, all different colorings mm. and um, big ones. Too. Every time I'd like lift up a board, I feel like there's been lots of snakes slithering <laughs> everywhere. Like, ah. So when does the new class start? The new class starts in January. It goes from January to March. And um, hopefully we'll have information at the event. If anybody's mm-hmm. interested, we usually have a sign-up sheet at the Master Gardener booth. Um, uh, we have a booth there. So if you have questions or need a bug identified or mm-hmm. have problems, um, we'll have all kinds of publications and people at the booth. Um, yeah, and this so this really would be if you're someone who's been thinking about maybe, you know, going through the Master Gardener program and you're not quite sure and you want to find out more about it. This mm-hmm. is a great opportunity to come out and talk to people who are active in the program, maybe people who have just finished their first year of volunteering or veterans like Nancy. And you can really find out all the different projects that Master Gardeners work on throughout the year, all the different ways that you can get engaged and involved. And I know I found it really helpful when I first moved to the North Coast. Um, Back in 2003 was when I went through the class. Mm -hmm. And it was really informative for me. I learned a lot um, about gardening in this area. And um, just did you? Do I it? did it in '97. Yeah. I think I did one of Fred Lundin's last classes when he was doing the classes. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I really, yeah. I, I there were funny things that I enjoyed about it. Like I really enjoyed the septic system. There was section. a septic system yes, talk. Part of or was it that when I, I went know, through I it? I don't know why. <laughs> I thought that was really interesting. I'm sure. Since I'm sure it's changed some. They do. I, I'm sure the focus has changed some since That's 1997. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't remember there being a I don't remember that either. Sorry. Section. No, no, no. no. The part everybody you loved. Well, yeah, everybody has different interests. And Honestly, you know, one of the, the, the parts that I really enjoyed the most that I, I know when I was reading the curriculum I was the most hostile to um, was the, the herbicides and pesticides class. And I was thinking, like, I'm an organic grower. I'm not going to want to learn about this at all 
And Good to it was educate by um, Chip Bubel, and it was he was brilliant. He, he was is. such a good teacher of that class, and it was very eye opening. And I loved the approach that he took, which was very much like least harmful, you know, activity first. Mm-hmm. A lot of integrated pest management, a lot of like looking at different ways, and really explaining how herbicides and pesticides work, and pointing out that you know if you spray soap, you know, safer soap or some kind of soap spray on your plant, or you know. That's a pesticide. You're you're just because we associate those words with um, really toxic chemicals. You know, even organic treatments are still pesticides. If you're spraying vinegar on your plants to try and kill your weeds, you're spraying an herbicide. So, like the language that we use around these things to really think about how we're intervening in the garden, how we're dealing with weeds, how we're dealing with pests. And I loved his approach of trying to, to really educate you about it. And that was a real eye-opener for me, again, and, and something really valuable that I got out of the Master Gardener program um, that I wasn't expecting to get. You know, I went into it feeling pretty, you know, smug and self-righteous and came out of it with my eyes really opened. So it was it's a, it's a great program and cool people. Very Great potlucks. Yes, that's you know? true. That's very <laughs> it's true. It's always good. <laughs> yeah, so, and this event, I think, is going to be really cool. I mean, it is it's such a great to, to, I love to be among a whole bunch of gardeners and um, talking about garden things that that we enjoy. Because a lot of people, you know, if you're, especially if you're married to someone or partnered to someone or have friends who are not gardeners, mm-hmm. gosh, having people who don't mind you talking about plants for hours is really cool it is these are your these are your people (laughs) that's right anyone you know and everybody has their specialties and if we don't if one person doesn't know the answer we have the resources to find the answer Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll have a lot of publications about all different things to do in the fall so i want to just refresh if people are just joining us um we're talking about um, an upcoming event happening here in Clatsop County on Saturday, September 28th. It's the Clatsop County Master Gardeners Winterizing Your Garden event. Um, and Nancy's here from Clatsop County Master Gardeners talking to us about it. So, um, and uh, what is the time again? It's from 10 to 3 on Saturday. September 28th. And it's out at the Clots of County Fairgrounds. And there's yes. all different kinds of winterize your garden events, things about, you know, composting and mulching, soil pH testing, activities. Really cool speaker, Rosemary Nichols McGee from Nichols Garden Nursery. She's a fabulous speaker. Yes. Um, we also have um, Bill and Carol Setkiss from Marion County Master Gardeners. They did a trial of um, growing tomatoes without irrigation. Uh, sort of dry farming uh-huh. um, and they're going to come and have a booth and talk to people about that um, I know our area isn't as good <laughs> as, as the valley for growing tomatoes but you know what we had a gangbuster year for tomatoes this yep. year on my yeah. farm and and I dry farmed a lot of them or mm-hmm. like with very minimal irrigation and I mean they may not be so happy right now that they're getting the ones I'm growing outside that are getting rained on but it's but not a lot of tomato production. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not impossible. I think it's just the right varieties in the right place. Exactly. Yeah. Our county, Clatsop County, has a, a lot of microclimates and a lot of different um, conditions to grow in. So yeah, it's hard um, to speak with you know in in one um, having one treatment for this entire region. Even within one garden. I know. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, one city, one town. That, yeah. yeah. I know. If you take a community like Astoria, and it's so different from Manzanita, yeah. which is really different from Nacelle, which yeah. is really different from Seaside, mm-hmm. you know, and your garden in each of those locations is going to be different. 
I know. That's so, I, yeah, it's going to be cool. I'm going to ask, uh, are there snacks out there? It's going to be from 10 to 3. If someone's yes. coming out, should they bring should they bring a little snack with they them if they bring, want to spend the day? They probably should bring a snack because um, I don't I haven't gotten word from the fairgrounds if the concession the food concession is going to be open, but okay. it usually is not. I was just curious. I can um, remember in past going yeah, to these it, and, and packing my lunch. Yeah, and, yeah, mm-hmm. it would be a good Sharing idea with if you're going to master gardeners. if you're going to spend the day. Then yes, you probably want to bring a snack. Um, we'll um, mm. we'll be there from ten to three, and that's quite a especially if you've got time. kiddos. Yes, you know, exactly. If you're out, yeah. Exactly, and you're suddenly there going, oh, there because uh, there's no food. Right. That is a that is a downside to the location is just kind of out there. Yeah. I mean, it's great that it's out there, but there really isn't anything around there that you yeah, you're not going to easily run out to. Yeah. Only's Tavern. For... No. <laughs> well, you could. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit of a drive. It's you not could. that far. I drive that all the time. <laughs> But yeah, this so this is just going to be a really great way to connect with what to do in the fall, how to get ready your garden ready for winter and for the coming spring. Mm-hmm. Yes, because and all... connect with the Master Gardener program. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be good. Um, Saturday, September twenty eighth. Winterizing your garden. Ten to three. Learning all kinds of so and and again, if you want to have your soil pH tested, which I really um, encourage you to do. Because that can give you so much information about maybe why some plants aren't doing as well as others in your garden, Mm -hmm. how much lime to add, you know, how to really treat that. So you want to bring a cup of soil, probably in a jar or a plastic, like a Ziploc kind of bag. And then you want to take the soil samples from several places in your garden, maybe about a foot down, kind of mix it together. Leave the critters at home. Yeah. (laughs) Try not to include a lot of like, like plant debris or stuff in it. You really want just soil. And then you want to drop that off at the soil testing booth at the beginning, like when you first get there, because it's going to take about an, an hour to process your test. And they may get backed up if they have a lot of people getting their soil tested. So plan ahead if you want to have your soil tested. Drop that off first thing. Then go hang out. Talk to some of the other really cool booths. The information. There's going to be you know, info about mushrooms and tool care and dividing plants. All kinds of great stuff. Great sale. So yes. can you bring tools for the... I'm a, or is, is Chuck just going to have some demo gonna tools? He's going to have some demo tools. You can't just year. bring in your shovel and be yeah. like, Chuck, <laughs> drop that off when you drop off your soil. I come back. Ch- Chuck's too smart for that. <laughs> Maybe if you had just some small hand pruners, one or yeah. one or two pair of, of hand pruners, he might be persuaded to sharpen them for you. Or at least explain to you how to do it yourself yeah. or yeah. what he would do yes. in your Or case. maybe look at your, your yeah. set and say, oh, yeah. Maybe you, you'd think about this and look at that burr there. Yeah. Yes. But don't those pruners that you just found in your compost pile after a year, yeah. Yeah, don't bring no. those in. That's not. <laughs> he doesn't want to see those any more than you do. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be embarrassed for somebody who does it all the time. He, he's very good. He's yeah. Well, I, I just really encourage folks to come out to this event. I think it's going to be really great and a really good way to get, get in gear for this changing season that we're experiencing. I'm looking at pouring down rain outside the window here at Coast Community Radio and just you know, like in my heart trying to get ready to winterize my farm. So it's a, this is a great time of year to do this, Nancy. It's, it's an exciting event. I'm so glad you guys are continuing to do this. Oh, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to come and let us know about it and excited yeah. about upcoming Master Gardeners events. Yeah, this will be a great way to find out about it. Just one more time, Winterizing Your Garden, Saturday, September 28th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Clatsop County Fairgrounds. And mm-hmm. if people want more information about it, 
they can contact the Clatsop County Master Gardeners at the Extension Office. Yes, definitely. And um, I should know that phone number off by heart, and I don't. I'm just seeing it. Ooh, like uh, 503-325-8573. Yes. Um, you can call the Extension Office here in Clatsop County if you want more information. And we're still doing the Tuesday, Thursday um, plant clinic and research desk. It's from 10 a.m. to noon and 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. That's through October 15th. And that's at the, at the extension office, too? At the extension office, yes. And cool. w- what's the address for that? It's 2001 Marine Drive. Room over there by the seafood 10, center. Over by the seafood yeah. center. Very good. Yeah, yes. I know. I'm just like I'm just excited that I can read that without having my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for yes. joining us today, Nancy. It was always a pleasure to talk to you about yeah. what Master Gardeners are getting up to, and uh, final thoughts about winterizing your garden. Get out there when yes. it's not raining. Yes. Oh, or even when it is. Yeah. Or Make it, sure you got good rain gear. And when you're driving out of town, check out our Alderbrook Learning Garden. It's on 45th oh, yeah. and Leaf Erickson. They have lots of things growing there. You can walk in and look and see what they're growing and get some handouts and information there, too. Think lots about of- your soil structure, though. Don't yeah. tromp around too much on that fluffy soil you've been building. All right. There we go. Thanks for joining us.